welcome to the Morphin Grid. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. And today we're watching episode 149 of Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers, season three, episode 49. No, what? No, episode episode 40? 37. 37. We just did all this I know. math like a minute ago. I know we did. It's, fi it's fine. It's going to be fine. Uh, it aired on February 8th, 1996. It was written by Stuart St. John and directed by Larry Litton. Good old Larry Litz. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. Don't look. <laughs> All right, the, Mor the Morphin Grid is canceled this no, week. No, it's not. We had a good run, didn't we? Guys, check out Pokemon World Tour. We got pretty far. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm good now. I'm not okay. good, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it. It's called The Alien Trap. I don't think I mentioned that. I have some giggles right now, and I can't stop. What we do is we watch an episode of Power Rangers, and then we talk about it. I just <laughs> want to be perfectly clear. Nothing has happened. <laughs> no, I don't know what it is. He didn't take a nap today, so this is what we get. <laughs> That's the problem. All right, we're gonna. Go <laughs> I'm crap. Too bad we already used Giggle Fits oh. as an episode. Giggle Fits two. Giggle harder. Giggle harder. We already got tangents. I've been waiting for a good tangent episode to drop. Tangents with a vengeance, or live free or tangent. I don't know which one we're on for as far as tangents goes. Oh, take a drink. No, I'll just cough it up. <laughs> All right, we're, we're going to go watch the alien trap now. I'm going to try to get myself under control. We'll see you, <laughs> we'll see you in 22 seconds. It's Morphin Time! back and we just watched the alien trap and guys if you're going into this episode with a giggle fit i do not recommend it oh, as a cure guys this is a, it was a long 20 minutes was, <laughs> so i got my giggles under control they will come back i can almost promise you that morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website you can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com we're on twitter at morphingrid we're on facebook at facebook.com slash demorphingrid and we're on itunes if you want to leave us a rating review that would be sweet we got a couple emails and uh, some tweets. I'm not going to go into all of them. We're going to do... Raymond sent us one about Battleborgs because he's trying to figure out what the heck the Battleborgs are. And oh, the, it's the Rangers, but giant robots. Yeah, kind of, but no. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> because they in in Conquer Ranger, like you'd think that they're just the Shogun Swords without armor, right? Right. That's what I've been thinking. Is That's that, what like, it looks like. Yeah, at some point they get armor for their them turning into Zords. They don't. Here is a picture of all of them together. So who knows? Um, yeah, according according to the wiki, according to Raymond, uh, some of them sometimes the Cocker Rangers turn into the the fighters, and sometimes they don't. Uh, they're uh, he's saying that consistency was not a priority in this series. Like that, like making sense was not on the front burner. Also, he talked about uh, their food truck and like last time he like they, right. they drive around in a food truck. Yeah, turns out. He said it was a, like a food truck that's a dog. He was wrong. Oh, like, like Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. He was wrong. It's actually a cat spirit that transformed into a food truck. Okay, I'm on board. I'm yeah. following along so far. Um, Cocker Rangers is bananas, I guess. I, <laughs> I guess it's just like throw everything at the wall, see what sticks. Um, he also said that in your episode, and I think it was the like two episodes ago, he said, in your episode, I think you forgot something we were keeping in our pockets, but that's okay because I've been keeping it in my pocket for years, and in fact, the number two reason I've been researching Cocker Ranger. Who is the leader anyway? We say, like, oh, she's the leader. Keep that in your pocket. Right. And he says, as far as I can tell, it's not actually explicitly stated in the series. As far as the Sentai formula is concerned, it's obviously Sasuke, who is the Red Ranger. That's uh -huh. Oriko. Oriko to okay. us. As seen by his central position in the poses and whatnot. But on the other hand, I'm going to butcher this name, Surahime, the White Ranger, actually assembled the team and appears in all other respects to be the leader. So hmm. uh, his guess is that the, the writing team wanted to be subversive and make her the leader, but some higher up at Toei was like, no, stick to the formula, don't deviate. Right. And so like they kind of worked it in however best they could. And that's kind of how it plays in Power Rangers is that like, She's the leader, but Oracle is the field leader. He's like a, yeah, he's a better battle general or whatever. Yeah, so that's how they kind of cover it in, in Power Rangers, but uh, that's that's pretty awesome. There's a lot more to the email that I would have read if I like if I could get through it, but honestly, he drops a bomb towards the end, and I just want to talk about that for, like, ever. All right, drop the bomb on okay. me, Jake. 
He promised us a mind blower, and here it is. According to Ranger Wiki, someone in the world, in this world that we live on. A real life person. A real human person. Okay. Took the time to transcribe all the text that flies past the alien rangers when they're learning about the Shogun Zords. Okay. Okay. Here is the transcript. Oh, okay. Here okay. we go. He gives us some highlights. I'm just going to read the whole thing, and then I'll, I'll read over his highlights afterwards. I hope, I hope you're sitting down. If you're not sitting down, sit down. It reads as follows. The Zords consist of five robotic units, each serving a purpose for the good of the whole. When combined, the five units become one unit able to combat most formidable opponents, especially during Sweeps Week. Uh, I'm sorry. Sweeps Week? Sweeps Week. You know, um, Sweeps Week is the... There's actually there's actually two Sweeps Weeks sweeps weeks a year. Uh, one's in May, one's in November. And that's when you want the best, biggest episode because that is when people are watching the most television. And you So want- you're telling me this is production notes? Yes and no. Okay, I'm going to let you read the whole thing before I uh, squeeze me again. It seems like production notes sometimes. That's pretty much the big one. Here's the second bullet point. The first unit is a monkey. Yes, a monkey. The second unit is a bird. It's house trained. Thank goodness. The third unit is a bear. It's one of the few bears in existence which has eluded Ted Nugent. No, continue. We'll talk about this all in one chunk after you're done. The fourth unit is a wolf, cunning, rabid, and randy. Yep. The fifth is a frog. If it gets too hot, it dries up and croaks. <laughs> yeah, da, 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 da. Uh, my AC is on. I'm going to turn that off in just a second, but I want to get through the last bullet point first. The attributes of the separate units, this is like dot, dot, dot. This is like the last part of a sentence. Okay. Da, da, da. The attributes of the separate units. It also has freaky big feet and a flaming fish sword. Why a fish? Only Ninja knows for sure. So in conclusion, try to read the manuals in the Zord's glove compartments. Good luck and thanks for flying. Okay. Hold on. Hold your thoughts. Yeah, you go shut I'm off the AC. I'm going to turn the AC off. <laughs> okay, we're back. Have you have you collected your thoughts? Okay, so... Are you in a good place? So they're they're in the command center, right? And they do they have their hands joined while this is happening? And it's like this weird hologram just kind of like zipping by above them? I think so. Them? I don't know about the hand thing, but there's... Yeah, there's a hologram maybe flying they're, Maybe they're just having in front of them. Probably. Or held up above their head or whatever. I'm actually making the hand motion now, and I'm you, doing it wrong. You are. Okay, I don't entirely remember what this looks like. So basically, it was backwards, blue okay. text, and a picture of the Zord. And it was just like zipping and they were just like, through, right? Like, yeah. Like a viewfinder. Yeah. But like real fast? Yeah. And someone was like, I should look at that. Whoever was tasked with writing this was like, so they, just, they probably just said, hey, just write some generic crap or whatever. And we're just going right. to it. It doesn't even need to be real words. Just like we're gonna put like, it, it up had on the to screen. Be, it had to be a graphics guy. It had to be one of the special effects artists. And he sat down and wrote this crazy thing. Yeah. This is presumably in the kayfabe of Power Rangers. Written by Zordon or Ninjor? No, because it says only Ninjor knows. He might be referring to himself in the third person. Or this is a post creation writing of by Zordon. Maybe. Or it's Billy's notes? Maybe. There's like jokes in here? Because, okay, I think, I think the, it might be. The, the bird being house trained and the frog croaking. I think. That's it, not Billy's style. I think, okay, here's the only reason I think it might be Billy's notes. Everything else gets like a one thing or a joke, but the wolf gets a lot of adjectives. The wolf is ready to go. Including you know, you know Randy. And, you know, if Billy's in that wolf a lot, he's like, man, this thing is trying to. Also, rabid? It's got red eyes. I've never seen foam. I don't know. Here, okay. It's a machine. So this also then is alluding to Ninja Warrior did not only create the power coins, but also the Zords. The Zords, I guess. That's a whole new canon. That's not anything that they've ever said before. Yeah. I don't. I, I just I don't know what to think about this. There's so much. Uh, and Sweeps Week, is that just like... When Rita and Zed just five days, five days in a row are just attacking. Is that what the Rangers guess, call sweeps? Week? I guess so. This was never meant to be read. This was never meant no, to be found no. out and read. And somebody, the guy, somewhere, the guy who made this did not think of the technology we would have. No, in this day and age, uh, Raymond wanted to highlight three things. Point number one: whoever wrote this text clearly thought that Kaka Ranger was bananas as well. Two: they described the wolf as Randy, which fits Billy's status as the horniest ranger. Uh, which I feel like we talked about no, a lot. No, that does track. He does have the most romantic yep. interest. Um, uh, it also maybe shed some light on the choices made for Rocky next season, since he can't be the smart ranger, 
but needs to take on another Blue Ranger trait. So if that trait is Randy, they're like, that's the connection. That's as good as it's getting this time, guys. So so the Blue Ranger is uh he's the he's the Brock of the team. Yes, he's the he's the ladies' man. <laughs> Three, and I quote, the third unit is a bear. It is one of the few bears in existence which has eluded Ted Nugent. Right. What? <laughs> I know Ted Nugent I... is a hunter, like an avid hunter. Mm-hmm. But what? what? <laughs> and then in all caps, Raymond ends by saying, we need to track down whoever wrote this and get them on the podcast. You are darn right we do. <laughs> I want to talk to this man or woman. I want to talk to this person. So it, And I want to be like, hey. I mean, it might not be written by a graphics guy. The only reason if I'm, the writer was like, "I wrote this, make it, make a graphic, and put it," well, so you could put it in. This, this is a pretty easy process to find out. Contact Stuart St. John and we say, right. "Hey, I have a question about this specific episode of Power Rangers that happened 20 <laughs> years ago. Did you write this bananas stuff on it?" And he will say, "Either yes, I did, or no, I did not." And if he did not, that's when everything gets out of control. Because then we have to go to the graphics artist and be like, hey. Or I we know- could ask him. He might still know. If he's like, no, that was not me, we can be like, well, do you know? Do you know who it was? Whom? And it was, he'll be like, it was this person. Or he'll be like, no. That was your boy, Rad Bob. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh! I <I'm> like, oh. <laughs> Rad Bob. The last vestiges of Rad Bob. <laughs> that, he mentions Ted Nugent. He's making a lot of goofy jokes. Oh, I th- mystery, that's got, mystery. That's got Bob's fingerprints um, all over it. We are gonna, we are gonna find. I'm gonna, I'm legitimately gonna try to find out. Okay. Because uh, um, like, th- the reason I think it might have been a graphics artist is because number one, they only had 15 minutes to do this show every week. They had, they had no time. So like, the graphics artist had to just like go. So I doubt that anyone, and the writers specifically, had like no time. They just had to write the episodes as fast so as they could. So is this just like a stream of consciousness by the graphics artist just like cranking it in? I think so because he's the one who had to put it up, right? So like he or she, like they, they had to put it up. So they're like, all right, I'm just going to type in whatever I feel like. Here's what I know about Power Rangers. Here's some jokes that I'm making. Boom, it's going out that way. No one will ever read this. Oh, sir, I have, I have to tell you something. In the future, there's going to be the internet. Yes. Uh, and somebody... We'll read everything. You'll learn about the internet next season in Zio. There's an there's an episode of Zio. They were in the internet when Tommy met Cat. I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe the internet. The the, Z, the internet episode in Zio. I would bet you. I haven't watched it in a couple I for, years. I forgot about that. But I'm pretty sure they handle the internet better than every single police procedural to date. Oh, probably. Like I think they have a better grasp on how the internet actually works than every NCIS. Every CSI and Law and Order put together. I would just bet that, including CSI Cyber, because you know that has no idea. Oh, that that's the hackers of internet yeah. things. So thank Which, you very much. Hackers is an internet movie. <laughs> it is. Uh, uh, thank you very much, Raymond. That was crazy. Um, we got a couple more emails. We got uh, one from Christina. And then we got one. We got some tweets from Ross Butler that I'm gonna read next episode about like how they got back into Power Rangers that are really cool. But I want to get right to this episode now, okay? Because I don't know if I can hold it together, and I want to get it over with quick. Because guys, it's a lot. It's it's a lot, and it's really really weird. It's the dumbest episode of Power Rangers to date. I don't know about like, that. I don't know if it's dumber than it's it's the dumbest, but in a very certain way. Yeah, it's definitely the dumbest in, of Alien Rangers that we've in seen. That they are being the dumbest. Yeah, it's okay. We start off looking at a machine. It's like a it's a tripod, and there's like a thing on top, and it's pointing at the sun, and we don't know what it does. Cat does. Little baby cat, and little baby Tommy are standing around it, loudly talking about how it's gonna purify the air. Well. To if make remember, it for aliens. If you remember from last episode, everybody knows that the Equation Rangers are the aliens. Right. Like, except, they have been revealed. Except it didn't happen. The, the problem is these kids. Nobody's questioning these kids hanging out with the alien superheroes. Right? Like, yeah, we'll see them, like, like, straight up hanging out with them later. And, like, if this is back in time, which Tommy asserts that it is in this episode, if it's back in time, that means that in the... You know, when they are teenagers, this has already happened because this is back in time, right? Like, uh huh. But it can't have no. 
I don't know. Raymond also tweeted that, like, he said, uh, I don't know if you guys are Doctor Who fans. I'm I, not. I used to, and I can't watch it anymore because Moffat is really into getting his stuff in, brother. And, uh, <laughs> like, he made it, a, he made Doctor Who about him in a weird way. Is, I that, watched, is this the newest Doctor? No, it's the newest, it's the show, newest showrunner. Okay. Um, Russell T. Davies did the first, like, four seasons and then five, six, seven, and now eight. Are they in eight? Maybe they're in nine. I don't know. Whatever season they're in now. All those are Stephen Moffat, who is a pretty okay writer, a pretty good writer, I would say, for the Russell T. Davies area, era. And then, like, he had, like, two good seasons. And then he went, you know what? This show is about me now. And, like, everything is just so weirdly about him that I can't get into it anymore. But also... Raymond says, like, I can explain any time travel stuff away. I just, like, let it go with the timey-wimey, bibbly-bobbly Wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey yeah. or whatever. Uh, which is a great episode of TV, by the way. Blink. Real good episode. But here's the thing about Doctor Who. They never are this dumb. They are never no. this dumb about time no, travel. No, I've seen, what is it, Eccleston? Yeah. I've seen his episodes or his season or however Doctor Who his, works. Uh, series. Yes. <laughs> That's how they call it over uh, there. And it was pretty fine. I don't know. Time travel is a hard thing to get me into in um, like in like a way that I believe it. And Doctor Who's pretty good at being consistent. Yeah. This this Alien Rangers thing is wildly inconsistent. Zero, there's zero consistency. Yeah, there's and that's nothing. what the problem. You can't just explain it like, well, time travel is kind of weird because they both exist in their time and the past at the same time. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. But anyway, Cat and Tommy are guarding the machine so nobody hacks with it. And so Kat explains it like it'll purify water so that the equations can. <laughs> I noticed that Kat is only only has an accent on some words. Yes. Um, and well, a lot others, of it is voiceover. Runs with it. A lot of it's it's dubbed over. I think I think almost all of it is because you can like if you look at her lips when she's talking with an accent. There's there's they're one, barely moving. There's one point. Uh, it's a little later. I don't remember exactly where it is, but she stops. Moving her mouth as is still talking yeah. for like a second. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's rough. But I mean, like she's a she's a kid. She's a kid. You know, like I can't do an Australian accent. We've got evidence of that. No, she's doing pretty okay for for what it is. Yeah. Um. So then this l- old lady. I hate. I hate lady. this woman. This woman shops at Walmart. Oh, for sure. This woman. <laughs> I have met this woman at Walmart when I worked there. I have been forced to help her carry stuff out or like assist her in some way <laughs> and this woman's the worst and i can tell that because of what she does immediately where they're talking loudly about this, how this will help the aliens right this is 1996 backslash 1989 <laughs> yeah. right and this dumb old lady <laughs> they're in a park yeah where kids go to play to play and this Dumb old lady gets up off the bed. She's watching them for a while yeah, before like, she gets up. Like cradling groceries like a baby. Why is she sitting on a park bench with a bag of groceries? Right? Like, Why did she go shopping to sit out in the sun and let all her groceries yeah, spoil? It's not It's not a park. It's not a, it's not a bus bench. No, it's in the middle of a park. It's in the middle of a park. sidewalk. Where the kids are playing. Okay? And she gets up and she's like, that's it. I can't stand any more of this. I can't let this go on. You... Need to have parents she, somewhere. She is berating them. But here's what she says. What kind of parents would leave their children alone for this long? That's the gist of what she says. But she says it in a way that makes it seem like she's blaming the kids. Yeah. <laughs> and then she says, like, I'm going to have to report this to the authorities. I thought she was going to take them. That's what I thought. Because she was like, I have no other choice. You have to come home with me. Yeah. You need a responsible adult. That's kidnapping, That's lady. kidnapping, lady. But she's not. She's going to call the police. She's not going to kidnap them at I, least. So I we can't also, pin that on her. I also very much thought. But, like, what are you going to... Oh, excuse me. A police officer? These children are playing in the park. <laughs> and he would be like, okay. Ma'am, you're under arrest for wasting police why time. Are you, why were you staring at them for so long? Why are you stalking I've these I've been watching them for an hour park? and a half. So then Billy comes back, thank God. And he's like, lady, leave. Yeah, my my little brother and sister are. He could have said my kids. This dude is a dad. <laughs> he he should have. <laughs> but he's like, they get into trouble, no allowance, blah blah. blah. And they're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I need to get her out of I here. I need to make it believable. He says, I hate. He's like, I hate this woman. I just <laughs> met her and I hate her. Yeah, he's like, leave my science projects alone. Yeah, um, science experiment. She is like, not worried about this giant contraption also, pointed at the sun. Also, they're like, <laughs> this thing will help the aliens get 
water. She's Which, not worried about that at all. No, that could easily be explained by kids playing. You're right. But at the same time, like, that is a very elaborate form of playing. I never had a device that complicated. Yeah, no. I I would have, like, a stick, and then I would have to pretend that it was, like, a radar. <laughs> or, like, this, more accurately, this is a sword. <laughs> yes. I am going to do a Zelda now, if you'll excuse me. <laughs> And so I would run into the woods that my mom told me not to go in. Yep. Being a kid was pretty fun. It was. Asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> so then Billy explains the thing again. Like, they keep, like, constantly explaining. He says this is like a test version. The real version is back at the command center or his lab or something. And it's, and this is just like a proof of concept. The real version, spoilers, looks nothing like this. No, what? Nothing is at all. This? this is the first time Billy's like, yeah, I made this giant ugly version and put it in the middle of the park. I don't know. The, but this the little is, one that we're going to use is back of the command this center. This is Cobra Commander's weather machine, I guess. I don't know. I have no idea what it is. Tommy says, like, yeah, if we can keep them rehydrated, then they can stay here longer and maybe they can help us get back to the future. So now time travels back on. Now they're back in the 80s. Okay. Although we should point out, that they, they have changed the intro to the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now it is more fitting to the Alien Rangers. Yes. And the kids have credits. The kids do have credits because all the Power Rangers have credits, but yep. they do not appear in Alien Rangers. Not until maybe Maybe the, the last end. one. We're not sure when that falls I, into place. I don't even think that. I genuinely don't even think that. We'll see, but I don't know. But they, it's like... Catherine Sutherland as Cat Hilliard, and then this little girl as Young Cat. Aisha's little little Aisha, her <laughs> actress is just, in quotes, Sicily. Yep. That's weird. That's very weird. That's very weird. She has an alias. She, is she a witness It's not protection? just a stage name, because Austin St. John is a stage name. Yeah. This is, in quotes, like, either Sicily. they're being sarcastic. Maybe her parents were like, no, we don't need to tell the world what our little girl's name is. No, that's a, probably a good call. Yeah. Uh, so it ends in quotes, so it's being sarcastic, or they stole it from another actress, <laughs> and they're quoting it. This uh, is Sicily. Sicily. So then we cut to the command center. Billy and uh, Sestro are finishing up this thing that looks like an ice cream cone. It's Yep, the base of it is yellow, Yep, and then the top of it is like metal colored, Yeah, but it's vaguely the shape of a soft serve. Yeah, and he explains it again. Like for this is like three times that we have heard what this device will do, and I don't think we're done. I think we got one or two more times. That's what this episode is: is explaining how this machine works. Stay tuned for the climax. And then when they try to use it, some stuff happens. Yeah. So uh, Sestro starts dehydrating, and they're like, "Also, Zordon's back to being weird." I don't know if you noticed that. His voice is weird again. I didn't notice. Um, I mean, it, it's probably going to be every other episode now, I guess. I, it feels like it. And he's like, we need to get them more hydration soon. And <laughs> then Zestro says this, a thing that, like, doesn't make it. It makes sense, but it's real dumb. He's like, yes, all my people need to get to the water. Yeah, he, no, he says, my people are dehydrating. Me and my people need water yeah. or whatever. Like, look, Sestro, why did you say my people? Why didn't you say my team? Yeah, they're, they're, Are the Equation Rangers all of the Equations? Are they all his people and that's, well, that's all that there is? They live in that one castle in the fish tank that we saw in the first episode. <laughs> we know that there's at least one more? Not yet we don't. I mean, we, we do. We do. But, You're like, right. there isn't. So, like, Maybe. That'd be a weird thing to happen in that episode. Weird. And when they're looking at the the ice cream cone device, he's got like rock finger, like metal fingers. He's yeah. Doing like devil horns. Like, <laughs> how would a fish hold their fingers? Uh, he would make a devil horns. A lot of choices getting made. So many things are happening. So then we cut down to the rest of the alien rangers and all the kids, and they're in the park, hanging out, eating ice cream. There's this one. They love ice they cream. They're super. Well, they're. I don't think we see them. We see one of them eat ice cream. The rest of them are eating popsicles. But right. the, the ice cream guy is mad for a reason that makes no sense. Correct. Okay. Because he's like, like I, I get it and I don't. And I'll explain it in a way that I think we can both understand in a minute. But I'll, right. let, you, and I, I'll let you continue. And I will counter that. Okay. So, so he's like, they're like eating popsicles and like they just like keep scarfing them and like, at one point, um, this is real weird. If you're about to talk about what I think you're going to well, talk yeah, about, yeah, Terry when he has it, and then Delphine just reaches over. Delphine gets a new one from Aisha, and then we cut to Terry who's eating a red one, and Delphine's new one is orange. Yeah, and he's like, "I have popsicle. It's so good." <laughs> and then Delphine's hand just grabs the red popsicle off the stick, off the stick. and hands him the orange one. <laughs> it's so weird. 
And then so in the later scene, Delphine is eating the orange one again. She took it back. So She's I like, think I'm Terry, the leader. Terry might be uh, putting on airs here. He well, might not be really into these popsicles. But Delphine the is. Are. And so, Delphine uh, is just like, these are the best thing I've ever had in my life. And Terry's like, yeah, me too. Me too. Think Terry's in a Delphine? She's, as far as we know, the only female. She's the Smurfette of she, the Aquitians. She is. Aquitians. Aqu- they. Oh, that's another thing. There's like four different by, pronunciations. By the in end this of this episode, episode there will have been at least four. I don't think anyone says Aquitian Ranger or Aquitian the same way twice. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going on. I have no idea what's happening in this Power Rangers show. So then the ice cream guy's like, "Can I leave now?" And he's and Cat's like. Yeah, thank you. And he puts up a sign that says sold out and like snarls yeah. and drives away. So what is your reasoning for this? The problem is that these five people bought out his stock of Amiibos so that the rest of the kids <laughs> in the park could not have it. Here's the thing about this. <laughs> he can go get more ice cream. You can't go get more that's, Amiibos. That's true. Second of all, if you, run a, if you drive around an ice cream truck, you are self-employed. Yep. This is a great day for him. You sold out your stock. He sold out. That probably does not happen very he often. He should be psyched. He should be like, yeah, you guys going to be back also, tomorrow? He should be a little curious on how these kids right? had all that money. Because that's thousands of dollars in the single ice cream uh, Well, 90, 96, so. Well, 88 maybe even. Or 88, <laughs> either way. That's like, what, a dime? Maybe 25 cents worth of ice cream in there? I don't maybe, know what the exchange I, rate is. I don't know. It's like a billion dollars nowadays. <laughs> One of them, I think it's Delphine, is like, there are the humans you designate Bulk and Skull. And they're like... <laughs> you can't just say there's Bulk and Skull, your right. friends. And they're like, yeah. And she's like, what are they doing with those sticks? And, oh, right. And Rocky's fishing. like, Rocky's like, they're, <laughs> they're fishing. And she's like, why? And he's like, you know, to catch them? To catch to fish? To catch fish. And, and, and then they're like, what are they going to do with the fish? Yeah, for what purpose? And Adam's like, I think Adam's only line this episode. I think so. This is tradition. To eat? To which the alien rangers are appalled. Delphine spits out her orange popsicle yes. right into the sand. Right in the sand. Which you cannot come back from that. That is a ruined popsicle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. We can do wash off in the lake? No. No, because then it'll melt. You're going to get sepsis if you do that. <laughs> but then, then, this is the, this, this, this is when I knew that this episode was not going the way that I thought. Yeah, it, it's been weird already. It's been weird. We're about to shove those controls into a nosedive, Hulk yeah. Hogan. So, <laughs> I got warriored. Um, so, Delphine says, as a denizen of Aquatar, I live underwater. How dare they disturb those peaceful thing upset their ecosystem blah blah blah. i don't know exactly what you she might, says you might remember that uh billy's device is to convert earth water into equation water yeah which is i guess just which super pure it yeah they could have just said it's going to filter or purify, purify the water yeah. but instead he says turn it into equation yep. water which would, which is still water yes. like water is an element is like a compound. <laughs> yeah. That There's is really not a lot of wiggle room throughout the universe. You know? Del- okay, let me. I'm really mad about this. Okay. Yeah. No, me too. Because you're right. I didn't think, I didn't even think of that. They're like, she's like, how dare they disturb the, the fish's environment, but they're going to literally change all the water in it later. Yeah. But what I'm most mad about is that she says, I live underwater. Okay. My planet's underwater. Delphine, what do you eat? Uh, Do you just eat algae? Eat space plankton. If you are an underwater people, <laughs> they are. You the equations are underwater vegetarians. They only eat uh, kelp and seaweed. Kelp, a lot of kale, <laughs> a lot of kale. Guys. Does kale grow in the water? I think so. It might be. It's, it sounds like it would be seaweed. I think it's. But I, don't, I think it's actually lettuce. It, but it sounds like it would grow in the yeah. water, right? Okay, that's not just it's me. Not just it, you. I have never had it because it freaks me out. It looks <laughs> like it looks like weird lettuce. But I guess it's like the best food or whatever. It's a superfood. It's good for you. For you. It's good for all of it's you. It's good for you and all people. <laughs> we cut up to Zed, who, who has come to save us from this episode. And Zed's like, oh, great. The Goofy Parade is at the lake. <laughs> oh, home run, Zed. Uh, we had to pause. Yeah. <laughs> and just just chuckle and chuckle and chuckle. Uh, and I think this is when I got all my giggles out. Is, is Zed calling it them might have been. the Goofy Parade. So he's like, all right, I'm going to send Goldarn Rito down. They're gonna, 
get the device so they won't be able to rehydrate in the water because I guess they can only rehydrate in super pure water, which, let me tell you, that fountain, not super pure. Well, that's why they're not rehydrated. Oh, we didn't even say what they did, what the, the Equation Rangers did. Oh, yeah, they water blasted Bulk and Skull. They, they blasted their fish hook, and that dragged them into the water. And Keep then, in mind that they are dehydrating yeah, rapidly. Wasting their energy. And they need to be... Like, this attack uses their hydration. Yeah. So after this, they are even worse off, but they yeah. protected the guffies in the lake. Yeah, uh, I think it... I don't remember which one. It might have been Orico, who's like, oh, we're, we're even weaker now. So, like, being jerks drained them of energy. <laughs> I hope you learned a lesson today, guys. Nah. I don't think they did. So then Dorito and Goldar and Zed stuff. Like they're on the edge of the water. Like they're at the beach. They're on the edge of the water. Yep. And they're like, we're going to have to go to the other side of the lake. Yeah. Well, they don't even say that. They're just like, we need to get into some water to rehydrate. While they're walking next to a lake. There's yeah. water right here. And it gets even worse. Because in, in a minute, they're like, oh no, it's before they get to... Rito and Goldar before they land. Yeah. But they're just like walking on a path on some forgotten side of the lake. Yeah, and they're like they're like, Oh, this is really hard to get to. And like, yeah, no one comes over here. So like Cause they don't need to. Cause this the whole lake is the whole thing. The whole thing is a lake. <laughs> it's lake all the way down. <laughs> but I guess like I guess they don't want to be disturbed. I don't I don't know. Which like who would disturb aliens standing on water? I would stay so far away from those people. I mean I would I would walk up to the shore and be like, what is this? But you wouldn't go in. But I would not swim up to them and be like, hey, alien guys, what you, uh, what you doing? What you doing? Standing on water? That's cool. <laughs> Jesus did that. Uh, they, they go around the lake instead of just getting in it, and it's just like, it's super frustrating. And the then, whole time they're walking around the lake, they're talking about how they need to get in the lake. <laughs> right? It's like, guys, <laughs> it's right there. So then we see a boat, and I'm like, are they going to get in the boat? It's not a big enough boat they're for gonna, all five of them. Yeah, they're going to paddle across the lake to get to the super secret lake. The good spot. It's like the best <laughs> lake. It's like, the rest of the lake is fine. This is some, like, top-notch lake. But you got to get to it via boat. Before they do, though, Rito and Goldar teleport in. They're like, yeah, we're going to get you. We're going to kill you. Give us the, <laughs> give us that device so we can break it so you can't rehydrate. What Was that intended to work, Rito? Like, was that? It's worth, I mean, it's worth a shot. I guess. Right? Because, right? like, they're kids. The alien rangers are half weak. dead yeah, at I this guess. point. So they're like, no, and the alien rangers blast them. They land in the boat. The boat flies out into the lake. And now the alien rangers are super dying. Super dying. They basically just biked two and a half miles uphill in the Florida July heat and passed out in a sitgo next to a comic book shop. That sounds like a personal experience. It, it definitely <laughs> happened. It wasn't all the way uphill, but there was a bike path that goes up over the highway. And it was pretty steep. And I get over it. And I go down. And I bike over to the comic shop there's a signing there and i'm in line and look over at mike who worked at the comic shop and i said mike i think i'm dehydrated and passing out i'm gonna go to the sicko to get some gatorade if i don't come back in like a half an hour just like walk over send someone over to find me because i probably <laughs> died in a ditch because there was a ditch between the sicko and the yeah of course uh, i go to the sicko i i just walk right to the gatorade i can't see at this point i'm so dehydrated i cannot see um <laughs> it's tunnel vision and i'm like i know that looks like Gatorade. I right. grab one. I open it up. I sit down on the floor in the middle of the sick. It's not a big place. No. I start drinking it. And the guy behind the counter is losing his mind. And he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to pay for this in a second. Give me, just hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and I drank the entire bottle. And then I bought another one to drink most of the way home. <sighs> and that's my story. So of, you made it out without them having to send a search party. But yeah, and then I went back and I got Good. my stuff signed and I went home. It was fine. What was the signing? Uh, now I'm uh, curious. Oh, it was, uh, it was Olivier Coipel. Uh He's a comic book artist. At the time, he was working on a run of Thor. And, like, the story was fine. J. Michael Straczynski kind of fell off being good at writing comics a long, long time ago. But, um, but, like, the story was pretty good and his art is amazing. And he was there and I was like, yeah, I'm going to get something signed. Um, All right. Yeah. So that's my passing out story. It's not fun. Guys, stay hydrated. Yeah, drink water. Just, like, just keep getting being hydrated. It's the best. Not passing out is the best yeah, thing in the world. There was one time at a flea market when I was a kid. I would go to the flea market with my friend and his dad to get Pokemon cards from all the resellers there. <laughs> sure. And at one point, we just like started running. 
real fast. Like kids do. And it was hot. And we got to the... Is this, the, Rietta, is this Rietta Ranch? This is Rietta Ranch. <laughs> if you're from the Northeast. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got to like this tree next to a table, like the the Pokemon card guy that we always went to. Right. And got, I just like leaned against the tree for a minute and I was like, hang on, I can't see anything. Just give me a minute. <laughs> and then I threw up a little bit. Yep, that happens sometimes. Didn't happen to me, thankfully. Yeah, and, and like then I was fine. I talked to the Pokemon guy. I got some cards and then I went into like the cafeteria or whatever right. it is and i got just got some a drink yeah and i was fine yeah it's just so weird how like your vision tunnels and then it's just like you, you can see like it just closes in yeah until all of a sudden you can't see anything yeah and when it when it closes all the way that's when you pass out yep um i've never passed out from being dehydrated but no. come i came I, close i threw up a little bit but that was it that's rough uh so anyway you can tell this episode's weird because we're not talking about it <laughs> so billy's like all right we need to get the machine into the lake so they put the machine in the lake Cut to the moon. Rita's they worried. They could have done this. I'm harping on this, but they could have done this the whole time. Rita's worried that they'll rehydrate, to which I said, I don't think you got to worry about that, Rita. It doesn't seem like they want to rehydrate no. that badly because they would have just gotten in the They've water. They've been near water almost this entire episode. Yeah. And all they have to do is put this stupid ice cream cone in there and let it filter or whatever. I guess. I don't know. So, but they have to go to the super secret boat beach. So then... To, to do it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's an old boat, too. It's and, covered in, like, moss. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like, been there for a while. It's, like, a metal boat. Which means boat. somebody took a boat over here and, and then never it. went back. And we're like, well, whatever. Maybe they walked that difficult trail. And they were like, oh, boat's gone. Boat's gone <laughs> for I'll buy a new boat. So then Zed says, don't worry. I got a plan. They're used to... Th- that machine is made to filter out Earth pollutants, but not... Lunar toxins, and they all have a good laugh. And they all, they're like, "Yeah, good, good one, Zed. That's gonna be great." And he's like, it's "Not yeah. a goof, though. He's he's legit. He, he means, means it. it." And he says, "We're gonna get Eric and Merrick, the barbaric brothers." He says, "Eric and Merrick to go down there and pollute them." Yeah, and then he I, says, "He says barbaric." I think he might say Eric and Merrick barbaric. I don't think he says. That. I think he, he might call them barbarians or something like that. He but. says barbaric because I'm like, yeah, the. Eric Barbaric and Merrick Barbaric, the Barbaric Brothers. And yeah. then Squat immediately says, oh, the Barbaric Brothers. Yeah. They didn't, yeah, they didn't say Barbaric Brothers, but they did probably mention Barbaric. And then, yeah, yeah uh, did the, the old Mario goof. And then Squat was right there with you. Yep. So that was weird. Do you want to know what Eric and Merrick Barbaric are? They're Bill and Ted Barbaric. <laughs> they're Bill and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> they're... They're literally Bill and Ted Barbaric. <laughs> I when did Bill and Ted come out? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, no. Because this is '96. Earlier, so it came out before this, this, like early '90s. So, so whoever wrote this, uh, Stuart St. John, I think it was, I finally got around to watching Bill and Ted. It <laughs> was like, oh, guys, they talk Bill so and Ted, funny. If you like, if you sprinkled some Michelangelo over the top for good Ve- measure, right? Very much Michelangelo. Uh, so they're like, they're like, yeah, bro. Let's pollute the water, and then I gotta go wax my surfboard. Uh, And (laughs) the alien rangers, they green screen up, and they land. And this time, they're not green screen on the water. There's like a board that they're standing on in the water. Is there? Yeah. They're like actually out there just standing on like a reef or a board that comes up to the water line. I must have been checked out at this point, because I I thought they were green screened on there. No, it's... It's weird. They blew all their money last episode. One of the barbaric brothers pours some poison into the water. It's got some lunar waste in it. Turns the whole lake purple in like three seconds. Now, Billy made an invention that can detoxify an entire lake. Well, I mean, maybe it doesn't detoxify, but it definitely turns it into a different kind of water. Well, it it purifies. Well, like, we're assuming it purifies. Right. Because that's what they keep talking about, right? Is that it will get all the toxins out, all the earth pollutants, all that out, so that it's just pure water. We don't know what it puts back in, but Billy could sell this and be an infinite billionaire. <laughs> like, that's how he makes his money in Power Backslash Rangers. It seems like he's a war guy, but that's just because that's the nature of Power Backslash Rangers, right. which I was thinking about the other day. And the only thing after after knowing it's like a it's a it's like a parody of of dark and gritty stuff. The only thing I'm super mad at is Bulk and Skull. I'm super mad at how they handle yeah. Bulk and Skull and that. Everything else, I'm I'm like ah, it's forgiven. I got over it. Bulk and sc- no, Mm-mm. not okay with Bulk and Skull. <laughs> anyway, the the water's poisoned. Rito and Goldar appear back in frame. They're sitting next to the boat. They landed on on ground. And they're like, "We're back." 
I'm assuming they used their swords as paddles. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Where's that scene? Where's the scene right? of them trying to coordinate rowing back to shore with their sword, which can't be good paddles. No. Uh, so then Rito has like a device and he zaps them. It's like, you know those little guns that shoot foam discs? Yep. It's that, but upside down. He's just holding that <laughs> upside down. He zaps like a force field around the alien rangers and traps them there. So they can't leave while they suck up the polluted water. Yeah, so water. they're like rehydrating with like polluted water. So like that's a solid plan. I think that actually kind of works as a plan. Yeah. Well, it's a long road to get here, but we're here now. Yeah. Okay? Yep. So then they're like, yeah, now we're going to kill you children because they're trapped. <laughs> right, because they say like, Oh, they're going to get polluted and die, and then we're going to kill you, and there will be no more Power Rangers. So, big dreams on Goldar. Also, there's at least least one more Power Ranger. I mean, technically there's three more. There's four more. We have four former Rangers out in the world. But, I mean, there's one with power surfing around in space. Yeah, you're right. There is is uh, (laughs) Out there, there is another Ranger. So, anyway, I want to point out, we never see... Eric and Merrick Barbaric in American footage. We don't. It's all like them like on the on the woods edge being like, ha, they're poison, dude. Like <laughs> that's it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh Ish turns the sassitude up to Max. We get back to Max Sassitude. And she's like, uh, Rito, give me that device or whatever she calls she's it. She's trying Rito's trick on him. Yeah. And he's like, No. <laughs> not gonna fall for it this time. Little ranger. And so then they go, hey. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Cut up to Zed and Rita. Gloating. Always goes well for them. Yeah. They're talking about how great. The plan hasn't finished yet, but we did it. They're talking about how great the barbaric brothers are. This is a bad name for them. They're very not barbaric. No, they are like. They're pretty tame as far as monsters go until like but the monster like, fight. They're super buff. They're wearing singlets. They I'm look curious like, what they are. Yeah, me too. They look like to me. They look like bodybuilder monsters. Yeah, they look like if Double Dragon if they were monsters instead of <laughs> two ninja bros. Yeah, right. Like that's what they seem like to me. So maybe Stuart St. John the other night did a double feature: Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Double Dragon, <laughs> and went, guys, I got it. You know that footage we have of those two? I figured it out. <laughs> I broke the story. We cut to the command center. Alpha and Zordon are trying to free the alien rangers. It's all frantic. There's a lot of close-ups on button shots. Zordon's like, we need to get them out of there. And Alpha's like, yeah, duh, thanks. But I can't because the force field. Force field. I can't do and anything Zordon's about like, it. Zordon's like, tough, get them. Do it. <laughs> do it, nerd. Get them out of there. <laughs> then we cut back to the Power Rangers. In a a, a huddle, they're like, Arms on each other's shoulders, like, yeah, good plan, Tommy. And they go, all right. Yeah, they're like, we got to get that controller away so from Rito. they all Rito. put their hands in and go, let's do it. Yeah, Tommy says, I got the perfect plan. And then the other kids just laugh. But he didn't tell them to plan. He didn't tell them to plan. So this is where I think maybe the morphing grid is interfering. Maybe. If Who? you remember that. Yes. Was that Sky? That might have been Sky that, that said that, like, it kind of... Makes them teamwork together. Yeah. If it wasn't Sky, I'm going to look now. But as of right now, Sky, you're getting credit I, I, for it. I think Billy, is he in on it or is he just like, what are these stupid kids doing? I don't know. But like, maybe he's just like, all right, guys, I got the perfect plan. Just be cool for once. Just follow my lead and be cool, everyone. And he's like, all right, hey, you guys want to play some tag? I'm going to trick you with some tag. This is dumb. This is the dumbest thing. This is the dumbest plan in Power Rangers. This is why we're saying this is the dumbest episode. Because they're around water the whole time, but they need to get to the water. (laughs) And their big plan is to play... And it's not even tag. A game of tag. For a second, it is tag. It is. But then it's not. Because I think they're like, let's play tag. And they're like, yeah. And then Ishii's like, I'm it. And just slaps Tommy on the shoulder. Yeah. She's like, now you're it. He walks over to Rito and Goldar. Man, this game is fun. And they're just like, what are you doing? He's like, we're playing a super fun game, guys. And Rito's like, I want to play a game. And then Tommy's like, well, I'm it. You got to catch me. And he runs away. That is backwards tag. It is no longer tag. (sighs) Backwards tag is, that's (laughs) at best. That's backwards tag at best. Okay, so here's here's my big problem with this, aside from all the obvious stuff and this being the dumbest plan, is this is a plan that 10-year-olds would come up with. Yep. Right? Like, Tommy is a 17-year-old man in this body. These children are all actually teenagers who presumably their first plan wouldn't be tag. 
So what is like? Is their brain just like kind of like defaulting? They made it such a point that they remember everything, right? Nothing makes sense. (laughs) So frustrating. Tommy like trips. He's running away. He falls on purpose. Yeah, and then Rito's like, "I caught you. I won." He never even caught Tommy. He stopped in front of him. Yeah, he's like, "Gotcha." And Tommy karate kicks his hand, and the controller goes flying. Yeah, Scorpion kicks it. Billy catches it. And I could not write Billy because I was, it's it's B B I L L U. I guess as close as I got. Uh, Babulu. Babulu. Uh, your boy Babulu. Uh, he, ca- <laughs> he catches the device and then he frees the alien rangers, who then like they green screen up and over and then Goldar and Rito dip immediately, and then someone right. Okay, so they kick the controller out and they turn the force field off and they get out of the water. Goldar and Rito are just like, we failed and leave instead of trying to fix it yeah. at all. Like they're just like barbaric bros. It's on you guys. Now not only are they dehydrated, but they're a little poisoned. Right. And the rest of the Rangers are still just kids, man. Just like have the barbaric just get brothers. Them. <laughs> have the barbaric brothers stop like chilling at the forest edge at the tree line. Just come down and maybe, I don't know, kill all the people here. And then just leave them because no one can get to this spot. No one will find these bodies. No, it's very hard to get it's to. It's hard to get to. You either have to take a boat or walk on a kind of difficult trail. I guess. So then they get a telepathic call from Zordon, which manifests <laughs> itself as a purple bubble with Zordon's face rotating around it. Like, yeah, slowly and, scrolling from side to and side. And all he says is, there's trouble downtown. You have to go. And they're like, yeah, dude, we're poisoned. He's like, don't care. Go save the world. Well, no. He's like, you know, are you guys strong enough? And they're just like, yeah. <laughs> and then I think Tommy or one of the other rangers are like, maybe it's Billy because he's a grown-up again. So now his brain stopped deteriorating. Right. He's like, are you sure you guys can go? And Oracle has the best line of the episode because he just says, yeah, we're power rangers. <laughs> like, we have to go fight the bad uh, thing. We're the only ones who can. Yeah, we, I, have I to do, be, we have to be good enough. I do really like that. And there's a, there's a moment at the end that I do really enjoy, despite it being really freaking stupid. I, <laughs> I do enjoy the sentiment of it, but we'll get there in a, in a little bit. Uh, we cut up to Zed and Rita, and they're arguing now that the plan's falling apart. And Zed's like, I'm going to rip your brother into pieces and send every bone to a different dog pound. Like... <laughs> And Rita and Rita's like, no. It was Goldar. It was Goldar. <laughs> and Zed's like, I don't care who it was. I just want to kill right. somebody. Because she tries to be like, no, it was your henchman. And Zed's like, yeah, he's a dummy too. <laughs> so, I'll put him in one of the dog pounds so he can play with Rita's bones or whatever. <laughs> also, <laughs> Rita, Goldar was, was yours first. Yeah, but she has all that. Tension from the dumpster. D- dumpster stuff. <laughs> she still just can't work it out. And it was fine for a while. And then she got young and hot again. And then she's like... Remember? Well, now she's married. She's married. That dumpster stuff just keeps popping up. There's that love potion incident. That's what brought this whole thing back Goldar immediately turned his back on her when Zed right. showed up. So there's just so many unresolved issues. There's a lot of stuff two. just stacking up. So then we cut back down to the Rangers. And then someone hits fast forward on the episode. Because they're like... Because... <laughs> This is when the telepathic call comes in. They're like, yeah, we're Power Rangers. We have to do this. And Delphine calls us morphing time. We get the morphing screen where it sounds like only Delphine is talking, but they all are. But they all just sound like blurbles. <laughs> like you, so. you maybe can hear Oracle a little bit, but it also might just be part of Delphine's echo <laughs> or blub or whatever you want to yeah, call I that don't effect. Know. Effect. Vo- vocal effect. Or vocal bloop. Yeah. So then like, so they they morph. Come to read it and said They grow the the... Barbaric Brothers. Then I, I keep wanting to call them the Bashams. <laughs> Doug and Denny Basham. Spill and Ted Basham, Spill the Barbaric and... Brothers. Uh, so then, like, yeah, they morph. We get the screen. Cut to Reed and Zed. They grow them. Then they call the Zords. Then they get in the Zords. And the Basham Brothers, now I can't think of their name, the Barbaric Brothers. They... Like, <laughs> then they get armor? They do. A, they get armor and, hand? like, a drill hand. And the blue one, who I think is Eric, gets, like, a buzzsaw hand. And Merrick gets a drill. Yeah. And then, like, they they all fight in the battler, the Battleborgs. The answer to the question I think we asked last time is, if the Battleborgs get hit, do the Rangers get affected? Yes. Yes, they do. Well, the answer is, sort of? Or, or 
they just act it out so they can like kind of feel it the distance maybe and, i don't like, know i don't know it so the telepathy controlled zords is a very cause, weird cause, concept because uh, because Cestro and and Terry get knocked down, and then they they're get on up the, again. You can't keep them down. You're never gonna keep. But them. they are down for a minute this time. But so they get knocked down, and then Corcus gets knocked down, and then Delphine and Orico are like, "Let's get them teamwork!" And so they go after him, <laughs> but then they get like Delphine gets like knocked down, and like, oh oh, Corcus is like, "I will avenge my my teammates." Yeah, they're not gets, dead, Corcus. They're right no. behind you. Um, he gets gorilla pressed and spun and spun and thrown, and then his battleborg does. Yeah, and then it cuts to Corcus flying horizontally through the yeah. air into the same rangers that the battleborgs hit. Yeah, but when when he's getting spun, he literally says, "Hey, put my battleborg down." He's yeah, not, and he he is not he's spinning not spinning at that point. He's looking at it like, "Hey, stop that!" And then when it's thrown, he is also thrown. I don't know what's happening. There's a lot. It's of, the same as the time travel rules. It is in effect unless it's not. Yeah, it it is, but it isn't. It's this is Schrodinger's season right now. <laughs> it is, but it isn't. Who knows? Who knows what's happening? So then they, uh, Delphine gets knocked down, and Orko's like, "No!" And then before like, he tries to fight by himself, one of them grabs him, uh, you know, in a in a double chicken wing. Yeah, he gets beat up pretty good. And then the other one, who had the who had the drill? Was that drill Merrick? Merrick, Merrick goes to stab him with the drill. The orange one, I think. Yeah, is uh, Bill Dragon. <laughs> and yeah. so Ted's got him in a double chicken wing. Bill goes to stab him <laughs> with the drill, and he he's like, "No, spit out of the way!" And, and now Orico is like struggling to move yeah. his arms, and he, the ranger on the ground, is like acting as if he's being yeah. held, and he's like, "No, spin!" And then he spins. And the Battleborg spins out. And I guess, like, the it idea... It cuts away before Bill can drill through Ted. Yeah, which, which is what we were hoping for, I'm right? I'm curious if that's how the Kaku Ranger episode ends, but they were... That's a little too gruesome. I don't think that's how it ends, but I think that's definitely the turning point, is when yeah. he gets stabbed, because I don't think it dies, because... Right, because right, Orko spins away, and he's like, yeah, now the tide of the battle has turned. And then all the other Battleborgs just jump up, and they're like, we're fine. <laughs> We got to win now. It's our turn to win this match, so we just turn damage off. Then they turn into the Megazord, yep. whip out the Fire Sword, kill him, call it a day. Picture wrap on Eric and Merrick, barbaric. Then we cut to... They die. They fall before they explode in, in, in a brotherly embrace. It's a little sad. It is a little sad. He never got to wax his surfboard. And they're just like, lights out for us, dude. And then <laughs> they die. Cut to the moon. I don't know what happened on the moon. I'm... I, I'm checked out at this point. Rito is looking through the telescope, but the wrong way. And he's like, oh, yeah. there's some hideous eyeball monster. Zed's like, oh, those Basham brothers didn't do it. And then <laughs> Rito is just in the, the thing. I'm looking into my mic like you can see how that's different. They can't. You can't. He's just like, we should make like an eyeball monster. You have one that you should just kill with fire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. You need to put him in a, the dark dimension yeah. and throw away and the also, key. And also, outside of this one... You had another one that was yeah. a giant eye. It was a bunch of giant eyes. That one didn't work either, Rito. No. He doesn't know that, though. And this is not source footage. This is footage that they shot of him fish-eyeing into the lens. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. I, I don't know why they did that. We cut down to the command center. The generator is broken. The The device thing yeah, is broken. Yeah, it, it's no longer ice cream cone. Now it is a goopy cupcake. Yep. It's got a bunch of purple gack on top of it. A lot of Ivan ooze dripping all over it. I bet it's the same prop. And oh, I mean it is right. Like they just poured some. <laughs> it has to. Be. It's the yeah. same consistency. It's purple. Yeah. Uh, so they probably had like gallons of it left over from the movie, <laughs> and Saban's like, "I'm not throwing it away. We can use it. I paid for it. We're gonna use it." So they, they Billy says like it's broken and it would take too long to fix. There is such an opportunity here. You're familiar with the trope, Chekhov's gun? Yes. For them to be like, oh, this one's busted, and it'll take too long to make one. But you still have that giant prototype in the park. Right? They don't know that. No. They've already forgotten about that. Here's my problem. Billy started making this last episode, at best. Yeah, right? sure. When the problem arose. The problem is he used all the parts, now he's going to order new parts. That's where, and it's 
you know, six to eight weeks delivery time he back can, then. He can teleport to where the parts are and pick them up. Have to, it's not for personal he gain. can't. No, Zordon can teleport him there. No. They've shown that they can here's teleport. A qu- here's a question that I actually have. Okay. Okay. They cannot morph because it's from before they got the powers. Before Zordon gave them the powers, right? Yeah. Billy's a man again. Just give him the powers right yeah. now. Also, like, let Billy be the Blue Ranger. Like, <laughs> like Billy, Billy is an adult, and it's back in time. Yep. What would have happened if all the Rangers? That would not have solved anything because Billy can't morph anyway. That's because the power coins were destroyed. So, like, presumably well, now it's because the power coins were destroyed. Yeah. But the power coins that were destroyed, bear with me here, were the ones that went back with them. That- so presumably. The power coins are still in the command Their center. Their original power coins are still there. That is a plot point that we never no. hear. This is bad and dumb. And I think <laughs> I hate Power Rangers. I said that during the episode, <laughs> and I might stand by it. I, I don't. I don't, guys. No, I really So then don't. the Alien Rangers, they're like, you have to leave. Like, you can't stay here. You'll die here because you can't go into water. Even though we have another device. I don't know, Josh. You brought attention to it and then just let there it like, die in the park. There was like 10 minutes of the beginning was about that big one. And they don't even care For about no it. no reason. That scene was so that an old lady could make me irrationally mad. Yeah. That's what that scene was about. The, the equations are like, even now, when you're at your most vulnerable, you're you're putting others before yourselves. You truly are Power Rangers. Yeah, that was Orico. And the Delphine is like, we will be back. We'll find a way to be able to stay here for as long as you need help because Power Rangers do not run from fights and we do not abandon those who are in need. Which, the first one, is technically a lie. That we have seen them run from They fights. run from fights uh, they don't, all the time. They don't permanently run. Yeah. They don't give up on a battle. Yeah, but they have had to re- tactically retreat yes. several times. But the other part I really like is that like we will not give up on those in need. Right. That's a really Power Rangers sentiment, and I really like that. The problem is, like, they could just... They don't need to be gone. Like you could, you could have just had the device work and be like, "All right, now they're here for a while," because we have a lot of footage that we can still use. Yeah, like, I am ninety percent sure they come right back. I, I feel like they do. They probably <laughs> they're at least back a couple times during the season. Well, I mean, it's their season, so like maybe they're not in the next episode because the next one is a little weird. It's a little different. Yeah. Um, but like they come right back. Right. So they're then, not gone for long. So they go. They teleport away. And Alf was like, what are we going to do, Zordon? The the Aquashins are gone. He's <laughs> the Aquashins. That's when, like, you go you go swimming, right? But you're like, yeah. scared, so you only go up to about your knees. So you have Aquashins. Oh, see, I thought of it as, like, you know those, like, slippers, but they're for water? Like, shower yeah. shoes? It's yep. like that, but it also gives you a shin guard, <laughs> so you don't bump your legs on any rocks. Aquashins. Aquashins. Patent pending, the Morphin Grid. <laughs> uh, you heard it here first. Then t- then, uh, then the episode's over. To be continued. Yeah, it ends on kind of a down note. Which, same thing from last episode, but I think that's just gonna how, how it's going to be for a little while. Final thoughts? Do you have any? I can't. I can't get. I need to go. It was just, like, I don't, I don't know if we explained how weird it was good enough. Like, if you don't watch any other episode, watch this one. Watch this one. So you can truly appreciate... How odd it is. That we did this episode for you. <laughs> we made it through season two, and this this one was almost this, it. <laughs> we almost had to call it. <laughs> that's, this is, that's after Giggle Fits. That's like after I couldn't stop laughing for no reason. Yeah. So like, this episode, if... Oh man, I don't know. It's, it was rough, but we made it through. I'm sorry it was so weird. I'm sorry it started I, off really weird. I will weird. say, it's very weird. It's it's a rough episode, but there were a lot of laughs while we were watching. Yes, yeah. Uh, At the expense of the episode, which is maybe not the way you want your audience to right. laugh, but there were laughs. I just hope that now that... I just want it to get better now. It's, I don't, it's close, right? Like, this is, I, there's... Six more episodes of Alien Rangers, and then we get to Zeo. Then we get to Zeo, which I know is going to be good, but like, I want Alien Rangers to just stop being dumb right now. I want the rest of these episodes to just be like, all right, guys, sorry, rough footing. We we didn't know what we were doing at first. We got a plan now, and here's the plan. That's what I want for the rest of Alien Rangers. And I I also want that. I know the next episode is going to be weird. I have I do I remember, not remember a single thing of it though. I don't really remember what happens in it, but I do remember liking it. So at least there's that. Um, the next episode, can we like talk about it for like a second uh, right now? Yeah, or do you want yeah. to save it? The next episode is Attack of the Fifty Foot Bulk, and it is 
the first episode directed by Paul Schreier. Yeah. He plays Bulk. Yes. A grown up Bulk. A regular Bulk. Regular size Bulk. And I remember it being good. Like, I don't remember being like, oh, that was actually bad. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember what happens in it, but like, I, I remember being like weird in a fun way and not weird in a. Yeah. Like, really hard to get through way. <laughs> uh, morphingrid.tumblr.com is our website. You can email us at littleidiots.morphingrid at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at morphingrid, Facebook, Facebook.com. So let's do morphingrid, iTunes, Stitcher. You know where to find us. You know the deal by now, guys. I really need to get going. I feel like we've been recording this for six uh, hours. If you like the show, tell your friends. Sarah, uh, share us on your favorite Power Rangers place on the internet. Yeah. We will greatly appreciate that. That, I think, would help us the most. Yeah, and, like, yeah, and, and you know. Just like give us uh, recommend it to your Twitter followers and your you right. Know, Even if you only thank, have like ten, yeah. Thank you to everyone who has been doing that. You yeah. Know, like, anytime anyone does that, I just get like super giddy. And, and just to like everybody, I'm forgetting names, but I'm so tired and I'm so worn out from this episode. So we're gonna go. We're gonna see you on Monday. Is this is a Friday episode. This is a Friday episode. Yeah. So we'll see you Monday. But until then, may the power protect you. You didn't take a nap, did you? I did not take a nap. Ah. I, I had to edit.